AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello and welcome to the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Josh Smith, editor of Ground Support Worldwide Magazine, and today we're speaking with Richard Thacker, Director of Operational Strategy at Atlantic Aviation, to learn more about his FBO's experience in utilizing sustainable aviation fuel, also known as SAF. Thanks for taking the time to share more on this topic, Richard. Well, thank you for having me and uh, for the opportunity to discuss this important topic. Of course, yeah, we're glad to have you on the on this episode. And um Atlantic Aviation is among the stakeholders in the industry that are providing sustainable aviation fuel for its customers. And Richard, I thought it'd be best to start with a little bit of background and history here. And I guess maybe the best place to start is finding out how long has Atlantic Aviation been providing sustainable aviation fuel and which of its locations are are currently offering SAF? It's a great question and thank you. Um, So we began receiving delivery of SAF at our Los Angeles location in March of 2021. That was our first location of introduction. And then shortly thereafter, we uh, also introduced it into our Aspen, Colorado location. Um, the bulk or the, the majority of our SAF gallons are in Los Angeles because the refinery is only 17 miles away from our FBO. So it was uh, you know relatively easy logistical uh, you know, um, transport to uh, the, the FBO. Uh, Colorado is a little bit more of a, a challenge, but, uh, you know, distance wise, but uh, we, we, we felt it was very important to introduce it into that market as well. Very good. And are, are your FBOs using uh, a particular feedstock in their sustainable aviation fuel? And I also understand there are different um, ratios that uh, the SAF can be blended to. Um, what's been your experience in that regard? So it's a great question. The primary feedstock uh, of our SAF is uh, waste animal fat or tallow uh, and used cooking oils. We are receiving uh, sustainable aviation fuel from two different uh, suppliers. Uh, each have a differently uh, a different uh, blend uh, ratio. Uh, World Energy supplies our Los Angeles location, and they supply it with a 70-30 blend. That's 70% JET-A, 30% SAF. The SAF at Aspen is uh, provided by Neste uh, and is delivered at a 65-35 ratio. Do the different ratios have, um, you know, different effects or uh, I guess what is the, what's the importance of the, uh, the ratio that the, the SAF is mixed to? Well, the, the, the higher SAF component or constituents are going to have a slightly higher, you know, carbon reduction benefit. And just for reference, uh, the FAA um, has um, ruled that a 50-50 blend is the max that is allowable at this point. I do not know of any manufacturer that is producing SAF at 50-50 at this point. It's mostly 70-30 and the 65-35, as I said before. Yeah, as you alluded to, you know, obviously there's some of those environmental initiatives. Uh, there are certain government regulations and, of course, customer interests that, uh, you know, might lead an FBO, you know, down that road into offering sustainable aviation fuel. What was the catalyst for Atlantic Aviation's adoption of, of SAF? 
Well, you know, primarily we, we want to do the right thing for the environment. That that's that's you know our number one objective. And then you know we have like many large companies, we have a, a comprehensive ESG program in place. And if you don't know what ESG is, it's environmental, social, and corporate governance. And there are specific goals within that plan that we are uh, you know efforting to achieve to help not only reduce our own scope one and two carbon emissions, but also scope three emissions which are generated by our customers who operate aircraft. SAF is a direct pathway forward to best achieving those goals. Have you experienced any challenges with balancing traditional fuel with SAF? Uh, you know, is there going to be an impact on the existing fueling infrastructure needs uh, to ensure all required fuels are available to the market? So there is really no balancing act, um, and, and there is no change to the infrastructure. When SAF is produced, it is produced to the same standard as Jet A, and that falls under ASTM D1655 standards. And and when it again when it's produced, it essentially is Jet A. It's the difference is the carbon reduction benefit between the two. So there's no special storage requirements, no special. Uh, tooling or uh, retrofitting of equipment to deliver the SAF into the aircraft. The you know aircraft that were manufactured 30 years ago can utilize SAF with no problem at all. Uh, very good. Uh, um, I think that that adds a lot of clarity to that. I guess I was curious if there were any customers who might prefer traditional jet a fuel versus uh the sustainable aviation fuel but if it acts the same way maybe it's um you know maybe that decision's made for them is that fair to say well it is and that's the educational moment that most people don't understand well i wouldn't say most people a lot of people don't more and more people are beginning to understand you know what saf is and and the benefits of it and and it really is just a, a jet a fuel product um, but the, the educational moment comes to them when, let's say, for instance, you purchase a new airplane, 99% of the time that airplane is going to be delivered to you with SAF in the wing of the airplane. Uh, and here's another great uh, point. You know, the airlines have been utilizing SAF for, for quite some time, since uh, 2010, 2011, around that time frame. Los Angeles in particular... United Airlines has been at the forefront of, of SAF use for quite some time. They've been, they've been receiving SAF into the consortium, and the consortium is a large fuel farm that a lot of operators have access to. And including Atlantic Aviation, we, have, we take delivery of fuel out of the, the consortium. And so we've been delivering molecules of SAF into customers' airplanes for years and years, and there's, you know, there's just never been an issue with that. I'd like to get more into that, uh, you know, the, the educational side of this topic. But why don't we take a quick break? Uh, when we come back, we'll have more on the topic of sustainable aviation fuel. Would you like to reach key decision makers in the industry? Share your message on the Aviation Pros podcast and reach key leaders across all facets of aviation, including aircraft maintenance, airports, FBOs, airlines, and ground handling. Contact one of Aviation Pros' helpful account representatives to find out more. 
We're back with Atlantic Aviation's Richard Thacker, and we're discussing Atlantic Aviation's use of sustainable aviation fuel. Uh, Richard, what training methods have officials at Atlantic Aviation employed for line crews as it relates to SAF? And are there any specific processes required to safely handle SAF? So we have uh, provided a lot of training around SAF that largely centers around the awareness of SAF and that it is jet fuel. Again, we want to make sure our line service technicians understand that this is not a special fuel that requires special handling, storage, or any retooling for equipment. But they do need to understand, you know, what the the uh, SAF is, the, the 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 carbon reduction benefit of it, because inevitably they are going to be faced with customers with questions um, as as customers, you know, come to a, a encounter SAF uh, in the marketplace more often. Uh, to the second part of your um, uh, question, uh, no special handling is required for SAF. Our line technicians are highly trained and skilled in fuel delivery and testing. It's you know delivered, received, and tested just like normal Jet A because again, it is Jet A. Um, I can tell you that I was present for our very first delivery of SAF in Los Angeles. The truck pulled in. They waited for 10 minutes to settle. We took the samples from the truck. It looked like Jet A. Uh, I mean, and, it, and again, it wasn't green. It was it was just regular straw-colored jet fuel, and it smelled like Jet A. I'm quite certain it tasted like Jet A. So um, again, it's just Jet A fuel. And so our, our, our technicians uh, handle this daily and are trained to do so. And um, the only difference is, is on the bill of lading, it references that it's sustainable aviation fuel at a 70-30 blend. So we've touched on it a little bit already, but in terms of informing your customers about sustainable aviation fuel, uh, what steps have been required to just get the, you know, the flying public uh, informed about the product? And has there been any hesitancy in using sustainable aviation fuel? You know, there, there hasn't been any hesitancy to my knowledge, uh, I, I have uh, some reluctance, I guess you could say, uh, but you know, 15 minute conversation with a customer and, and you, you walk them down the pathway of, look, this is Jet A fuel and, and there's no difference. The only difference is the carbon reduction benefit of the fuel. It, it takes about 15 minutes for the light bulb to really come on and, and then you know, they're on board. So you know, at, this pro at this point uh, you know, in time, uh, I'd say most of the operators understand it. They're asking for it. They're asking about it. Uh, and there's just a, just a handful of people who, who don't really understand it yet, but they're, they're, uh, they're, they're coming to understand rather quickly as it becomes mainstream. So, and with that in mind, as it is becoming more mainstream, do you have any advice that you would um, kind of lend to other FBOs who are interested in, you know, providing uh, sustainable aviation fuels to their customers and just, you know, being involved, you know, with that product? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, my advice to other FBOs is have your customers contact Atlantic Aviation immediately. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm just kidding, all kidding aside. <laughs> If you do have the opportunity, uh, my advice to the other FBOs out there, if you do have the opportunity to make SAF a regular supply and available to your customers, you should do so. The reduction of carbon emissions should be the goal of all companies, and uh, we should all be joined together in that effort. I truly believe that. 
Very good. And, you know, obviously sustainable aviation fuels can help with some of these environmental um, uh, goals that we have across the industry. But um, can you shed, shed a little light on maybe some other sustainable initiatives that are gaining momentum among FBOs? Sure. Well, I, I can't speak for other FBOs, but I can tell you what we've done, and, and the list is extensive. Um, we have implemented several initiatives to lower our carbon intensity or areas where sustainable efforts can benefit the environment. In 2017, we replaced approximately 80% of all light fixtures in our entire operations with LEDs. That, that resulted in about a 55% reduction in energy use, you know, mainly in our, in our hangars. Um, and and that, was, that was a really big moment for us. And then we're focused on expanding efforts of electrification of our ground support equipment fleet, you know, eliminating gas-powered uh, uh, ground support equipment where we can, uh, working with utility providers to increase the use of renewable sources of energy that they in turn sell us. A good example of this is our Aspen uh, uh, FBO operation. There's a, uh, a company there called Holy Cross where we buy our um, energy from, and 44% of all the energy they sell to us is derived from renewable sources. And uh, when you, you really don't understand the benefit of that until you do a, you know, a three to four year study, you know, looking backwards and seeing your energy use and seeing the benefit of your, your own carbon footprint, uh, you know, reducing over time, it really does tell a good story. Um, and then so we're, we're also implementing electronic subscriptions of newsprint to help elim eliminate uh, paper waste. Um, you know, there still are some people out there who absolutely want a newspaper to be placed on their airplane. But by and, by and large, a lot of people are moving away from, you know, traditional newsprint and, uh, and, and going to the ele electronic subscriptions. That, I cannot tell you how much paper that eliminates in the system, and that's it's also another good thing. And then um, this is another big one that we've, we've taken on recently. Uh, implementing a carbon offset program um, whereby we have absolutely 100% offset every gallon sold at our Aspen, Colorado location. So let me give you a good example of this. Any traveler today, whether you're you know, on a business jet or an airline, you can go to, there's several websites out there that you can go to and you can purchase carbon offsets to offset your travel. Well, that's, a, that's that has to be voluntary by the, by the consumer. We took an approach where it's involuntary. We're doing it for you. We underwrote the cost of it. And the nine and a half million gallons of jet fuel, um, you know, uh, aviation fuel, which is piston aircraft fuel, uh, our own internal you know, ground support equipment, diesel, and, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, regular gas for all of our equipment combined is 100% offset for the remainder of 2022. Um, and so it, that was a big initiative we took. And, and Aspen is the pilot location. We're evaluating others. It's gone over very well. And uh, customers and, uh, you know, community members alike have embraced the idea. Now, Carbon offsets aren't the answer for carbon itself. We've got to find more ways to reduce carbon. That's why SAF is such an important uh, uh, topic in the, um, in, in the discussion. Uh, but until 
enough supply reaches the marketplace, things like carbon offset and other initiatives like I just described are so, so very important. That's uh, very good information, and I think a, a great place to kind of wrap up this particular edition of the Aviation Pros podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank our guest once again, uh, Richard Thacker, Director of Operational Strategy at Atlantic Av- Aviation. And if you'd like to learn more about his FBO and its use of sustainable aviation fuel, please visit AtlanticAviation.com. And for more information about FBOs, uh, sustainable aviation fuel, and fueling operations. Stay up to date by subscribing to Ground Support Worldwide's and Airport Business's daily newsletters. And please continue to visit aviationpros.com. <laughs>